Welcome to Word of Truth Radio. Here is Pastor Roby as he rightly divides the Word of Truth. I'm going to read that scripture for us quickly. The Bible says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray God, your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, you see something in that verse that was very, very clear. And what is that? Every human being is in three dimensions. That means you are, you are first a spirit, you have a soul, and your spirit and soul live in a body. Because for them to exist, exist here on earth, they require an earthen suit. That was why our Lord Jesus in Genesis chapter 2 came down here on earth, molded man from the dust of the earth. That's what the Bible says in Genesis chapter 2 when you read verse 6 and verse 7. Molded man from the dust of the earth. And the Bible says that the wind from God or the wind of God entered that sculpture. And the Bible says that sculpture, which is man, Adam, became a living soul. So man is in three dimensions. So why is man in three dimensions? Very simple. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 tells us that when the Lord said, let us create man in our image, in our image, meaning let's create another creature with the blueprint on which we exist. And the Lord, the Father, as we call him, said, let us, meaning he alone, the Father, was not only in existence when creation or recreation was done in Genesis chapter 1. He alone, the Father, was not in existence at that moment when man was created. Yes, there was a time it was only the Father because Jesus told us in when you read John chapter 6, John chapter 8, that he, the Son, proceeded out, proceeded out of the Father. Because Jesus is the Word. Not just the Word, He's the Word of God. The way I'm speaking to you, my words are intangible, though you can hear me. That was how Jesus was from the mouth of God until Jesus acquired flesh. The Bible says the Word became flesh. So Jesus Himself told us that He proceeded out of the Father. They say, they say, with my words are proceeding out of my mouth. Then, of course, we know about the Holy Spirit. We saw the three of them show up when Jesus was baptized in John. The Bible says that he went to the Jordan to be baptized of John. As he was stepping out, the Bible says, a dove descended. Say the Holy Spirit, like, like a dove. Doves are not the Holy Spirit. 
Just the grace with which the Holy Spirit descended, he descended with a grace likened to that of a dove. And the Bible says, And the Father from heaven said, This is my begotten Son, in whom I well pleased. So you see Jesus, the body of the Trinity. We saw the dove descend, who personally I love to call the soul of the Trinity. Then uh, the, the, the Father, the Father spake from, the, from heaven and said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased in. And Jesus speaking also in John chapter 6 verse 24 that God the Father is a spirit. So if God the Father is a spirit, Jesus is the body. The Bible tells us that in Colossians that he's the physical image of the Father. Jesus is the body of the Trinity. We are left with the soul. This is my own, <laughs> you know, uh, 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 theology about the Holy Spirit. Today, I want to talk to you about how to train your human spirit. So, man is in three dimensions. And like I said on Tuesday, we always train our body. We go to the gym. We do all, also, all sorts of things. We eat right. We, you know, just to train our bodies. We train our mind by getting knowledge, by feeding our mind with knowledge. But we appear to, you know, have not giving so much attention to our spirit as we ought to. And that is why I'm doing, carrying out this study. I would love you to listen to the message on Tuesday. I said a whole lot about why it is necessary for Christians to train their human spirits. The voice of the body is the feelings, which is, is the five senses, which comprise our feelings, our emotions, um, that is how the feeling, our sight, um, taste, our hearing, the five senses. That is the voice of the soul. That is how the soul, the voice of the body, that's how the body contacts, makes contact with the world. The voice of the soul, our emotions, how we feel, our reasoning. Those are the voices of the soul. Then the voice of the spirit is the conscience. On Tuesday, we're going to sit down on the conscience for a reason. Because we're going to see why it is important that we pay attention to our conscience. That when we train our human spirit, it impacts on our conscience. Which gives us an edge to live the higher life as a Christian. So, when we give our life to Jesus Christ, our spirit instantaneously got saved. Our bodies are not saved. Or is not saved. Our body is not saved. Our body will experience salvation at the rapture. Paul told us this in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and in some places in Thessalonians. Where he said, on the day of the rapture, that our body corruptible perishable will be changed to body incorruptible this will happen at the end at the rapture 
So at salvation, our spirit got saved. Our body will not be saved until the rapture. Even if you die now, you will go to heaven. And I don't know exactly how you're going to exist in heaven, what body we're going to have. But the body that will require to exist in the next dispensation, especially here on earth, during the millennial reign of Christ, will be given us at the rapture. And this body, that body is not like this body. That body will endure. It is not perishable. That's why Paul called it incorruptible, meaning it will not perish the way this one perishes. No. So the soul experiences salvation. Not instantaneously, but progressively. It is what I choose to call conversion. When you read the Gospels, you hear them saying, repent, meaning be saved, then be converted. So that tells me there's a difference between salvation and conversion. Though we use those two words interchangeably, they don't mean the same. So you get saved, but you now need to undergo the process of conversion. That process of conversion occurs in the soul. What I just said now is very important. Please note it. If you have a notepad, write it down. We're going to sit on it on Tuesday. So I'm just going to jump ahead and show you the four ways you can train your human spirit as a Christian. Are you excited? If you can put these four things to work in your life, your life as a Christian will change. Trust me. You know, a lot of Christians don't have the experience of Christianity. Though they are Christians legally because they've accepted Jesus into their lives, but their real experience of being a Christian, they lack it. And the experience of Christianity, one of it starts when you put these four methods I'm going to show you to work. For you to experience Christianity, you need to experience spirituality. I'll say that again. For you to really experience Christianity, you need to experience spirituality. A lot of Christians have not yet experienced spirituality. That is why this whole thing about Christianity is just like a religion. Christianity is not a religion. It is even beyond a lifestyle. They say it's a lifestyle. Yes, it's a lifestyle, but it is beyond a lifestyle. There's an experience every Christian should have. If you don't have that experience, your Christianity will not be potent. Your faith in God will not be strong. That spiritual aspect to Christianity is lacking in the church of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Because nobody is teaching them about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that gives you a spiritual experience as a Christian. Magus Tavarakatas Repakatales. I'll say that again. The Holy Spirit is the one that gives you the Christian experience. 
So that's why you need to believe in that person of the Holy Spirit. One, you need to believe that he lives on your inside. Two, you need to start acting as though you know he lives on your inside. When you start acting as though you know he lives on your inside, you've started the process of unlocking your Christian spiritual experience. And I pray that everyone hearing the sound of my voice will embark on the quest to unlock this spiritual experience. And it starts with training your human spirit. When you said, Jesus, come into my life, the Holy Spirit was the one that invaded your spirit and he's sitting at the center of your spirit. That's why your spirit is the throne of God. And guess what? You may have been born again for 10 years, 20 years, 5 years, 2 years, 1 month, 50 years. If you've not unlocked that hidden treasure, which is the person of the Holy Spirit, you would have just lived your life as a nominal Christian without power, without experience. The first method of training your human spirit is meditating on the Word of God. To watch Pastor Roby Life Ministration every Sunday and Tuesday, connect to Activate Church United Kingdom on Facebook and YouTube, or on the website www.activatechurch.go.uk by 8pm GMT. You can also subscribe to his podcast on all podcast platforms. Search for Pastor Roby or Activate Word Podcast. I'm really glad you joined me for this episode. Make sure you tune in next week. Same time, same station. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you. Have a blessed week. You are in for a miracle. See you. Pastor Obi will love to hear from you. Search for Pastor C. Obi on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter.